0: Hello! Backstreet's back! All right! Bum-ba-dum-bum-bum. Bum. Bum. Hello, Emily.
1: Hello. It is
0: so good to see you. I
1: have missed you very much.
0: It's funny because Emily's been here for mm, probably over an hour because uh, we got here and then I needed to eat because I was so hungry and Emily very graciously bought me dinner because I'm very poor from my vacation. Um, I guess I'm gonna have to put out later. Yep. Yep. But it's funny, because, like, we're, and like... you're
1: the bottom this time. Oh, no! Uh,
0: and we just had Mexican. <laughs> that's unfortunate. You better get in the shower. That's going to take more than a shower. Um, anyway, <laughs> I cannot believe that's how we just started. Um, so, we're sitting here, and we're, like, eating and, like, trying to catch up, but there's also, like, we wanted to check in on the podcast, so we were kept being, like... Well, I'll just say that later. Or, oh, I don't I'll want to talk later. about that later. Or, you know, blah, blah, blah. So now we can finally talk and be free. And I just want to say, this is how hard we look, we work for you, all 20 of you listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this is how hard we work.
1: I'm going to share that later. And and then I forget all of the things that I was...
0: No idea. ...going
1: to share. Well, I know one of them, but anything else is gone.
0: Okay, that's okay. Well, how are you? Talk to me.
1: Um, what did you do?
0: I haven't seen Emily in, in actually... When did we record Tuesday?
1: Yeah, over a week.
0: And today's what? There's wow, it's been over a week. Yeah, this is the long, This is a long time.
1: Yeah, I um, felt I felt weird while you were gone. I was like, something is missing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is Mercury <in> retrograde? <laughs> um, what um, what's up? How was your week?
1: It was good. Um, little disappointed in myself because I really let my. I haven't been to the gym since last week, but okay. things got a little. Crazy and different with work, yet again. Yep. Um, so, it's been a bit of an off week, but next week will be my week. That's Cat- what I decided. This week is whatever. Next week, we're back to it. I, I went grocery shopping last night and got some good stuff. Oh, that was... Okay, so... I was going to say I, the grocery
0: store was one of the stories.
1: Yeah, so I... Um, no, this was the one that I remembered to tell you, but I... Anyway, so... I have been not like struggling financially, I guess you could say, and um, I accepted financial help from someone.
0: Wait, you're struggling, and you bought me dinner tonight?
1: Yeah, I mean, we got paid today. Like it's. Well, no,
0: you got paid today. I get paid tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it's okay. I can um, mail
0: you tomorrow. Okay, go.
1: But I accepted financial aid.
0: That's, <laughs> That's huge. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was very difficult and very uncomfortable because the person was like, well, how much do you want? And I'm like, oh my god, that is literally the worst question that you could possibly ask me. Like, how much money do I want? And, uh...
0: I want it all! I want it, I want it. Do you know what that's from?
1: I do, but I don't know.
0: Comment below if you know.
1: (laughs) Um, yeah, so I I... Was able to, like, come to terms with that fact that I need help sometimes and accept the help. It was very uncomfortable. It was very difficult. I felt weird about the whole conversation. Even though, like, there was no reason to feel weird about it, the person who helped me would help me with anything under the sun. Sure. Like, no no chains, nothing like that. Um... But it was very, it was very uncomfortable. And uh, but I did it, and Mm -hmm. I went grocery shopping, and and I shopped till I fucking (laughs) dropped. I bought the whole store. I have so
0: much food.
1: So there was something else that I was gonna say about that. Oh, I was like thinking about it, and um, it just like it brought up this feeling of when I used to. Like, and in this situation, like, I'm not doing what I'm about to talk about, but I used to, when I was actively using, was, like, pretend that I didn't have money. Yep. And, like, pretend that I couldn't afford whatever, like, some basic necessity that Look is, like, something. Bare necessity. I think that's the
0: second time we've sung that on this.
1: Probably. <laughs> or we sang something else from that movie. Um, but... Yeah, something that, like, the person would feel horrible about if they didn't help me out with it. Mm. And, like, groceries is one thing. Rent was something. Like, phone bill was something. So, accepting money for that just brought back to me this feeling of, like, you're gross. Even though, like, it wasn't a situation like that. Like, I really had, like, enough money in my account to get maybe two days worth of groceries instead of...
0: I never acted like I didn't have money because I actually didn't have money and I just made people give me money and I said it was for things, Well but yeah. it was really for drugs.
1: Yeah, that, but then there was also times where like I did have money, but the money was specifically for drugs. Sure. So I needed your money to- To take care of To myself. take care of myself. Or I didn't have any money at all and the money was for drugs and not whatever I told you it was for. Yeah. But this, thankfully- gratefully was not one of those situations it was a situation where I really did need the help and I really I was able to accept the help and it's still weird and it still is like whatever but after it happened I was like okay Mm -hmm. that's fine but I still felt like guilty and and just like weird about it it's a very new thing for me Mm -hmm. but I just thought that It was something I should share here because we just talked about this a couple weeks ago. And And you were literally
0: unable to say this.
1: Yeah, how difficult that was. And this time I literally had to force myself to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. like, yes, Mm -hmm. I will allow you to help me. Like, that's like such a twisted thing. Like, I will allow you to help me. Okay. Crazy person. Um,
0: And you went to a wedding.
1: Oh, yeah. I went to a wedding that I knew three people at, mm-hmm. and one of them I only know because my boyfriend is friends with them, and I met them at the last wedding I went to. Sure. <laughs> um, and then I knew another person from high school that I... Well, I guess I didn't really go to high school with them, but I was friends with them in high school. Um, the wedding was fine. I just I just go and hang out, you know? It's it's not for me. It's It's for... My boyfriend, so I just go there and I hang out and I have a good time and I meet his friends. Things like that are very difficult for me because I <laughs> a fun fact about me is I I hate small talk.
0: That wasn't a fun fact.
1: It's not a fun fact, but it is a fun <laughs> fact. I'm just kidding.
0: Um I think I knew this about you.
1: I have a very hard time with like the How are you's and the nice to meet you's. Oh, I did
0: know this because of a particular person. Yeah. uh And
1: like those things, I just like, and it's not like a mean thing. Like I'm not like, get the fuck up. Well, sometimes I am. But But I I was about to
0: say, uh. I
1: just would rather you just say hi to me and then like we can leave it there and like yes it's nice to meet you like that's fine but we can just leave it at that.
0: Unless you're asking like, me about my deepest fear that keeps me up well, at night no. and runs my life like don't ask me a fucking question.
1: I just get very un. I am very socially awkward still and I just am like <laughs> yeah but also this
0: is what humans do. Yeah Hello. exactly
1: I don't know what to do how yeah. do I breathe But it's also, like, my life is very much centered around, like, recovery and spirituality and, like, this way that I have to live now. And so being...
0: You don't have to. You get to.
1: This way that I get to live now, you're right, I do, um, is very... uh, so being in a place where there's all of these people who are not yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. familiar with how yeah, I yeah, live yeah. or
1: familiar with any, like people ask me what I do for work and I tell them, oh, I work in a, a drug and alcohol abuse treatment center and they're like, oh, okay, that's <laughs> As cool. they're holding
0: their beer, yeah.
1: like Or like they just have no idea. Some people are like, oh yeah, like, oh, what's that like, blah, blah, blah. And like we have a little conversation about it, but a lot of people are like, Okay, and then they just talk about something else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like that's awkward. Yeah, and you're then like, I'm like that's it's not, not, but okay. Yeah. Okay, bye. Um, yeah,
1: but like, the wedding the wedding was fun. Cool. It was nice. It was way up north. We were we were late because, Bren allegedly read the invitation wrong. <laughs> and thought that it was only a half an hour away, but it was really two hours away.
0: Oops. That's yeah. very
1: late. Yeah, he was very upset. Um, but it was fine, and no one really cared. Yeah. And we were still there, and we had dinner, and he got to see all his friends, and we danced. and the ceremony, ceremony had a sucks great anyway, time and so... Th- that's the only part that we missed. That's great. <laughs> so, whatever. Um, let's see, what else... I don't know what else has gone on for me in the last week and a half. Um been really hot i don't know what the weather was like where you hot. were but <laughs> <Hot>. <laughs> like, you
0: were,
1: like you were really far away or something does it smell really bad in new york
0: okay so, okay i'm glad you said that because here's the deal <laughs> you emily and i have talked about i talk about how gross manchester is all the time we live in manchester new hampshire i don't think we've ever said that most people know. know but for those of you who are just joining <laughs> us uh, we live On in the West
1: Ma- Coast. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so we live in Manchester, New Hampshire. and
1: That's on the East Coast.
0: And it's disgusting. This city is gross. I think it's so ugly. First of all, I think it is so <laughs> ugly. Every time I drive around, I'm like, this city is so ugly. Um, and then I just talk about how I just don't like it all the time. And one day, Emily just goes... <laughs> Dude, New York sucks. I'm like, (laughs) what? I was (laughs) flabbergasted. I was aghast. I was gooped. I was galled. Um, Did you
1: guffaw? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I was so... Okay. Um, And I was like, what? And she goes, it smells and it's blah, blah, blah. Okay. Here's the deal. Yes, it smells. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, it's crowded. But what I will say is number one, do you know where I see way more syringes and needle caps? Manchester, New Hampshire. Nope, no, you don't get to say anything yet. I didn't see a single one in New York City, okay? No, nope, don't say anything. Number one. Number two, the amount of homeless people while in out, immensely more here in New Hampshire. Immensely. Now, there are homeless people while in out in New York and maybe it's just because it's bigger and maybe I don't see as much of them, but it is remarkably more here
1: the last time i went to new york the streets were lined with homeless people like worse than elm street but like
0: and out like they do here
1: i don't know I, no they I usually really just remember. sleep and chill I think it was and what or something i don't okay I don't well remember.
0: then i don't nothing you're saying is reputable then <laughs> <laughs> you're shut down So Manchester sucks. So does New York. They both suck for very similar reasons, but I really do think, but I though am a city person and like the flip side, uh, uh, the flip side of it is like New York is more beautiful to me. The buildings are nicer, like the architecture, blah, blah, blah. Manchester is just ugly.
1: I will say that. I will agree that it's ugly, but also we have very different, ideas of beauty when it comes to like outside yeah
0: look at the way you're dressed and look at the way i know (laughs) you're atrocious i am atrocious (laughs) i was wearing a green shirt and pink shorts and we had to go down to the deli that's below my building and i was like i cannot step foot out of this apartment dressed in (laughs) these colors so i changed shorts just to go outside
1: just to go to the little store underneath the house so Um, but you didn't answer my question
0: does it smell? Yeah. I did say it smells. Okay. I said New York smells. it
1: smells as bad as Jersey.
0: Jersey's disgusting. <laughs> Jersey's the armpit of, of the Northeast.
1: So it doesn't smell as bad as Jersey.
0: Nothing smells as bad as Jersey. <laughs> I have a lot of, like, there's a lot of Jersey versus New York City type energy. I actually don't have a problem with New Jersey and know many lovely people there and went to rehab there, my first rehab, but I love talking shit about New Jersey, like, it means something to me. It's, like, the way I feel like sports people are. Well, I
1: was just gonna say, Boston talks shit about New York.
0: Yeah, when, like, okay, I have a Mets jersey because it's my dad's and I took it from him because I love to look sporty. And I have a Yankees hat that's actually green and I really just wear it when I want to match green to my outfit. When I'm wearing it, people are like, "What are you wearing?" I'm like, "What do you even mean?" I forget that people like take it as like fighting words. Yeah. Now I'm wearing a fucking Yankees hat and I'm like, "Do you really think I'm keeping up with the RBA of the fucking Yankees?" Like, no. <laughs> Wait, no. What is it? RBI That's, runs batted in, in. But the batting average, what's RBA? I, I don't may know. have just made I something up. I think you
1: just made that up. Anyway, my eyes just suddenly became very irritated.
0: Yeah, I feel that way when I look at you too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you're
0: looking at me, so it's probably me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the New York on you.
0: <laughs> Yo, that is something Yo. I also forgot. How dirty this is. I have a, I broke out on my forehead, and my nails are yeah. disgusting.
1: Oh, but New York isn't bad, right? Manchester
0: sucks. Okay, so I'm gonna check in because we're already at 15 minutes, and we <laughs> we got. Um, wait, are you done? I don't want to cut you off. Is there anything else?
1: I think I'm done. More will come. More will be More revealed. More revealed, revealed. <laughs> I was just
0: about to say that. Um, I had an amazing vacation. I had an amazing vacation. Um, it was the trip that made me... Oh, I man. am now... <laughs> 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 no. Um, it is the trip that eliminated the fears I have about New York in a really kind of beautiful way, uh, that I had about New York because, (laughs) sorry, Emily just got up to move her chair around and then Arnold just jumped up right into it. Um, it removed my fears. So I was always unsure if I would ever be able to go back and live there. Um, I have this desire to, but I also was deeply unsure if that was going to be really possible. And this trip, more than the one I've taken Because I I took one in January 2020 And then obviously everything changed Um, But this trip, even more than that one I really just kind of Got to remark that I have really changed as a person Like, Mm -hmm. the Vincent That lived in New York City Is not the Vincent that just visited New York City And that was really um, Exciting and beautiful And like I told my friend that and she said, well, that's something to like... I'm sh- like, I'm sure you're really proud of that. And I was like, wait... You should wait.
1: celebrate and have a drink.
0: <laughs> ah! I did, actually. Oh,
1: okay, good. I'm glad. No.
0: Um, my friend was like, oh, I'm sure you're really proud of that. And I was like, actually, I am. I'm glad you said that. I am proud of myself. Um, you know, I've lived here longer than I ever thought, wanted, needed... No, not needed... But ever thought, wanted, desired, (laughs) Uh, you know, if it were up to me, I would have been gone a long time ago. But this trip really confirmed that, like, I've been doing the damn thing. Yeah. And that's exciting. Um, I faced a lot of fears. Um, I did a lot of good stuff. I saw a lot of friends, Um, you know, got to eat a lot of great food, got a new piercing, spent way too much money. Um, the piercing the guy, things. yeah, the piercing where, guy where was so cute. Piercing? I showed you already the triangle. Remember?
1: Oh, oh, I thought it was just the jewelry.
0: No, that whole piercing oh, is new. Okay. Do you like it?
1: Yeah.
0: It's cute, right? Yeah. And I'm also getting I no- I don't need to be telling this on the podcast. Whatever. I'm getting a, no- a new nose ring because I put this one up here. So the yeah. hoop that used to be yeah. here. And There's just tiny. this a placeholder because I'm getting um,
1: a mustache.
0: No, I have that. I'm a getting a, stop. I'm getting a, sens- a cat. <laughs> I'm getting a septum ring. That's a triangle.
1: Yeah. Okay. Remember? Oh, I think. Oh no, that was the piercing. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> piercing's a triangle, drum, but I'm I also said, getting. And I said something stupid, and you were like, "Ew." It was. It was
0: actually really good what you said. <laughs> um, so, I, I did all the New York stuff, and I loved it. I walked around the city. There's so many cute boys. Oh my god! I forgot how. Whoo. That's all I gotta say. Um, But one of the biggest things and the one thing that I really wanted to share here is I went to a drag show. It was my first time going to a gay bar sober. Uh, That's not true. I went to a gay bar um, at the end of RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars 4. Uh, I went and saw the finale, but we like walked in as the show started. We watched the show and we immediately left. Like that's all I could handle. I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't do anything. I just stood there and watched the TV show. And you my stood heart,
1: the whole time. Yeah,
0: you're watching at a oh bar. Oh my god. Um, so, this was the first time I was going to a bar um, to socialize, really. Yeah. Um, and yes, I was seeing a drag show, but th- a live drag show is so different. There's, it's. Anyway, um, I saw the show. I stayed after, and I sta- I danced. I had so much fun, and I told you this before I went in. I wasn't afraid of drinking as much as I was afraid of going back to my old way of thinking when I was in a bar. I used to think, uh, everyone's looking at me. I have to find somebody to hook up with. Um, I need to, like, I'm constantly looking around to see who all the hot people are. I'm like, I'm so ugly. Me, 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 I I, 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 my life sucks. And then I would drink to the point where I felt attractive enough and fun enough and then it was fine. Yeah. And that level was blackout. So,
1: um,
0: and I went in there and I constantly was repeating like, I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. You know, there were men in there who I considered hotter than me. There are men in there that I considered hot there. I made eyes with some people, but it was like, I saw the show. I talked with my friends. I danced. And I literally, was just like, I used to care so much about what people at bars thought of me when I tell you I was dancing like a Fucking stupid psycho with my backpack on, too, just like derp, 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 and well, like didn't care. Danced. Okay, yes, I know, but like <laughs> at this bar, like just being like, Who cares?
1: Yeah,
0: who cares?
1: And you were sober, that is a hard thing, and I to just do. Oh, I actually, so I'm not a dancer when I go to places, I do. I'm not a dancer, that's not Very shocking at all. A very but it's more of like a self confidence thing. I just like when I was younger I used to get made fun of because I can't dance. I have zero rhythm. I cannot
0: I've actually never seen you even try to have rhythm.
1: Dance. I can't do it. My little sister no. Okay. My little sister got the dance gene. She was a dancer. She did all the shows and the the, these big recitals and the uh, Yeah, yeah, and like these big like things down in Boston that are like dance conventions that's where i'm looking for like all this stuff i have no none and um they got me to dance at the wedding i love that and i got up and was like whatever but it was difficult because the dress i was wearing was like very low cut Mm. so i had to Mm. like have my hand across my chest the whole time (laughs) but yes i i did that that was made me think of that but anyway continue we
0: both danced i danced i had a great night and When the night was over, I was like, okay, I'm tired. My Red Bull's done. I had a Red Bull too, which I haven't had. I haven't had an energy drink in a really long time. And I was like, I'm not getting a bang. But I got a Red Bull because it's a little bit lighter.
1: Glad you didn't get a bang.
0: Yeah, no. Um, And I pre-gamed with like a Cliff Bar and a protein bar. Fucking mowed on it. Chugged the Red Bull like my life depended on it. And walked in. Um, And I had a great time. And it was a moment where I was like wow, like I am, I'm ready to have more of the life that I thought I would never get to have again. Yeah. You know, Uh, cause I want to be social and I want to dance. And it's not that I was, it's not that I ever really thought I couldn't do it again. It's that I personally needed a good amount of time before I could go. Some people get over and immediately are able to go do all those things. I could not. Yeah. And now two and a half years later, like, I've got some skills to bring in there. And I brought the skills in there and I brought my higher power in there because I fucking needed it. Yep. And I had a great time. Yeah. Does that mean every time I'm going to go out, it's going to be great? No. Mm -mm. I'm sure I'm going to ruin it with my own thought pattern as I do many things.
1: At least once.
0: But for that moment, I was able to just be like, this is what this is, and I'm having a great time. Yeah. And again, it was fun to watch. I said this last time watching other people drink. Yeah. They just just don't anyway so the trip was phenomenal
1: it's like a science experiment it is <laughs>
0: the trip was phenomenal i really it was i you know my mentor and i were talking and um i just was like she's like how is it and i was like i i feel like i'm at home you know and that's really exciting
1: that makes me nervous
0: yeah <laughs> anyway, I don't like it. Um, so I feel like there's so much more to say about the trip, but that's really that's really the highlights of it. The and I just had a great it. time. What'd you just say?
1: What
0: did you just say? The jizzed?
1: The gist
0: of it. It sounded like you said the jizzed I did. Um, and I will end by saying, because I should call myself out.
1: Okay. Thanks. Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will end my check-in by saying I need to calm my libido down yeah. that is the one thing that definitely spiked in New York I didn't really do anything with it but I just was more like oh, look at this look at that look at this look at that oh my god yeah. oh my god that boy that this that that but that's that, also that boy this not, boy that boy this boy
1: but that's like a kid in a candy shop dude like you haven't been in that environment like there are not a lot of gays here.
0: Oh my god, and they're you everywhere. Know? And they're beautiful, so that's like a, this type and that type. Oh my god. You're allowed
1: to... Oh, 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 oh. Did you finish?
0: I don't know. <laughs> um, and so I'm definitely a little bit obsessive about sex right now. I'm Again, I'm not doing anything about it, but I'm entertaining the idea in my head. And I'm like, bish, you need to calm down.
1: Well, you're a human. We have sexual we have urges. urges. Straight pepper
0: doing. diet. Yeah. So, definitely, it turned me on in a lot of ways, um, and I don't know. It's exciting. It's exciting.
1: I thought it of scary. thing that I wanted to tell you, but we're running. No,
0: tell me. Into we time. got. We could do. T- so can... I
1: had this, and I want to tell it at the world. The world, but. A couple days ago, I, um, I'm i going to try to say this in the least graphic way possible, because you'll understand in a minute. So, I had this moment a few days ago where I had these very intrusive thoughts about like glorifying my drug use. Okay. Like, something happened that I used to... Uh, want to happen when I was using and I was like oh yeah like this is great and in my head immediately started like romancing romanticizing like the 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 good things of like when I used to use and like the feeling that I would get like with certain like just the whole idea of it and I fucking pissed Panic. Sure. I. I've had those moments. Panicked. I like went. I was outside walking Ronan, and I went back inside, and I was like, "Oh my God, where is God? Where is God?" <laughs> that was like literally my my thoughts of like,
0: "Where is he? Where is God?"
1: Okay, okay, this is what we're grateful for. Like
0: instant
1: gratitude list in my head. Like praying. Like was yeah. just like okay, like, just panicked, yeah. and, um, then I went, and, like, I got ready for bed, and I was, like, we're just oh gonna oh, my God, that do...
0: was before bed, yeah. I would lose it, we're just
1: gonna do, like, normal things my that we do before we go to bed, and, um, I got all ready for bed, and I was, like, okay, I should probably tell somebody that this just happened, and my, like, as soon as that thought crossed my mind, the next thought was, no, nope. <laughs> we're not telling anyone,
0: oh, oh?
1: and, um, once I had that thought, I was like, okay, no, now I, I have like, to literally tell have to tell someone. So I texted my friend and I was like, yeah, this just happened. And, uh, I didn't want to tell you, but I'm telling you because I didn't want to tell you. Yeah. And I mean, everything was fine. Like I didn't, I wasn't having thoughts of like, I want to go and get high right now. It was just like, sure, sure, wow, sure. that would be, that would yep. just be so great. I get it. And like almost like missing yep. that.
0: Yeah. And, uh. Yeah. It, it
1: panicked me, and I yeah. Because it's been a it's been a long time since I've had something like that intense and intrusive happen. Like, of course, I have you know, like what are they like fleeting thoughts, sure. like of like whatever. But it's been a long time since there was something that like graphic in sure. my mind where I could like feel things, yep. I could I could taste things, I could visualize like,
0: it, hear everything. it, yeah. like
1: the whole thing where I was like there um but I spoke to you know some of my friends that have more recovery than me and was reminded that that's a normal thing just gonna say that yeah that's that's normal and you wouldn't be a drug addict if you didn't
0: think about you yeah
1: exactly it's something that I love and if if like yeah that's just what it is Um I've had the exact
0: same experience that you've had and it freaks me out. I'm I'm everything you just described Um, to a team.
1: My my friend with like more recovery and whatever than me, one of like my mentor, um was like, I know that you're okay and the reason I know that you're okay is because you panicked. Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes, like, you didn't run like, to the, it.
1: The fact that you panicked and you got nervous and you kind of freaked out tells Aww, me that freak out. you're okay. Yep. Because if if you didn't, then it would be kind of like, okay.
0: I don't envy you at all. Thing. That made yeah. me sweat a little bit. My ears got hot because I've been there and I'm still, yeah. I, they're not fun. Last thing I'll say and then we'll go to the topic. Did I tell you what my sister said about the note about the podcast?
1: I don't think.
0: My no. sister was like, I have one no. And I was like, yeah, what's up? She was like, you know, when you sing, you really distract Emily and you shouldn't do that. I was like, no, nope, rejected, denied, <laughs> no, yeah, never going to happen. He did
1: tell um, me
0: that. So, Veronica, I love you and you're probably right. It's not going to go away. <laughs> anyway, so the topic. Um, so, before we get into the topic, I do want to say um, <coughs> that we are going to be discussing something um, sensitive. Sensitive. Uh, possible trigger warnings Yeah. Um, and um, if you are not in a place to listen to it, turn it off.
1: Yeah, we'll be back next week with we a will. new one.
0: Um, uh, we pulled this topic and immediately Emily's like, oh, that could be controversial and we kind of discussed it and we have a solid idea. I. We both have a solid idea of kind of what our feelings are on it and stuff, but Um. You know, today's topic is...
1: Overdose. Overdose.
0: Um, so again, if that is not something you really are in a space to listen to, um, now would be the time... Oh my gosh, Arnold just stepped on my...
1: On your ding
0: <sighs> I wish on my ding Oh All my on god.
1: on the sack. <sighs>
0: anyway, <laughs> if this is not something you want to listen to... Um,
1: Please log off this now. This would be
0: the time to turn off. Um, my first question to you. This is kind of the, the thing that I thought would kind of be a kind of fun, <laughs> not fun, but a kickoff. Does the fear of overdosing keep you sober today?
1: I wouldn't say that it keeps me sober, but it's definitely something that comes to mind. Like if I... If I think about using, like, one of the first thoughts in my head is, like, there is a very, 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 very extremely high chance that if I were to go back out, the first thing I would do is overdose. Mm -hmm. Um, I, by the grace of God, have never overdosed.
0: Wow.
1: By the grace of God.
0: Wow.
1: As an IV heroin user, that is crazy. Holy,
0: I'm taken aback because one of my questions was going to be, have you ever overdosed? Yeah. Wow, that's really that's so, wild.
1: that's why it's the first thing in my mind because it's literally the last You've thing. You've used all your punches. Yeah, it's the last thing that I have to do. <laughs> Basically, not to like talk light about it. No, 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 it, no, I don't. But no. that's the last stop for me is is to overdose and like i pray that i never have to Mm -hmm. um but yeah i I haven't and um i wouldn't say it keeps me sober like i'm not like like if i got an urge to use i would i would use regardless of thinking about overdosing or not because when when you're in that place like it doesn't fucking matter but it is something i think about of like i will die if i ever go out
0: yeah I cause you know one thing
1: that
0: I one thing that I really wanted to mention like so coming from uh, okay so Emily and I come at this from very opposite ends of the spectrum Um, again I know my whole using career I was a party party stimulant up all night person um, when I stopped heavily drinking, it's because I got heavily into drugs um, and every drug I did was let's be up forever. Yeah. Um, and uh, at least from my experience in in the in the circles that I ran in. Um, opiates and stimulants were not uh, paired together. Like this idea of like I'm gonna go up with one and then come down with another. That I didn't even know that was a thing till I went to rehab and heard other people that did that. Landing gear. <laughs> I hate that <laughs> um, because um, uh, it just wasn't. It wasn't a part of my experience. That my experience was like I did the stimulant till my body literally just shut down. I didn't need to come down because my body was like. You are done. (laughs) I cannot stay awake for another day. And I was like, okay, time to go to bed. Um, So, you know, one thing that I wanted to mention is that, like, when I was considering and ended up relapsing (laughs) – Th- that's not recent. This was two uh, over two years ago. Um, when I relapsed the first time I tried to get sober. Ugh, that made me nervous the way I just said that.
1: Yeah. <sighs> okay. It's okay.
0: <laughs> I did not relapse. Um, I have this... Okay, tangent. I have this innate fear that always people are going to think I'm using. Yeah,
1: I know. Me too. And like
0: people don't even... People like at the gym don't even think that way, but yeah. in my head, so like today I got in my car after being at the gym and my lips hurt so bad from being in the gym and I needed uh, chapstick, <clears throat> but my chapstick was like dead, dead, dead. And I had to take a pen cap to scoop into it. <laughs> To get some of the wax out to then put on my lips and like me taking a pen cap digging into something in my car and then raising it up to my face i was like oh my god everyone around here is going to think that i'm doing drugs first of all there is no one around (laughs) second of all it was chapstick third of all most people don't look at someone sitting in their car and automatically assume they're snorting drugs. I do That's such
1: a weird concept to me that people don't do that. I know, every but time I go by, a pr- I'm like, they're doing drugs. I
0: think everybody's a drug <laughs> so dealer. Everyone, every bike that has a suspicious bag on it or every car <laughs> that's like remotely sketched drug dealer, drug dealer, drug. I think everybody is doing and dealing drugs and it's just not true. <laughs> so anyway, that was my tangent. Um, So when I was – when I went to relapse, I literally – I had the thought and the thought pattern of like I do stimulants. I'm not going to overdose. So this isn't really that big of a deal. Yeah. Like my end of things is so in the opposite direction that I just was like, huh, whatever. I'm not some fucking heroin addict, you know. Um, Newsflash, they're cutting fentanyl into everything now. So people are going to the hospital with meth overdoses, which is – insane to me. I've heard of people like needing to go to the hospital because their heart was about to explode. YOLO. But like,
1: (laughs) oh, that's
0: frightening. And thank God I have stopped before that because God knows I would find the wrong shit. Um, Anyway, so that's something that I was thinking about is like overdose was something that it didn't mean anything to me. It wasn't going to happen to me.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, I was just going to say that's a thing like... Where where I come from.
0: <laughs> where I come from, it's cornbread and chicken. You know that song? No,
1: I don't think so. But where I come from, like, that is, like, the thing is, like, it's not going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. That was my thing for a long time. I'm not going to overdose. I'll be fine. I know how to use safely. Yeah. You know, was, like, my... There was a point in time, though, where, like, I mean, I don't want to get, like, graphic, sure. but... Again, trigger warnings
0: all over the place. Yeah. Like we're gonna be ta- openly talking about drugs. Like
1: I, I used to, out of fear, this is gonna be very graphic. Just okay. so that everyone, anyone listening that like doesn't want to hear about very specific drug talk, here it comes. Yeah. Um, in fear of overdosing, I used to weigh out the amount of drugs that I was going to do like I had a a scale and stuff and I would weigh out the amount that I was going to do to to try and make sure that I wasn't going to overdose yeah. or like when I got something different than I had like from a different person than I'd had before or it looked different or whatever I would weigh out a very small amount and like test it basically first out of fear of overdosing eventually that went right out the window mm. and I just like I was like, oh, this looks like the right amount, yeah. and just trusted the bag. but Trust the process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like this mentality of that's not going to happen to me, mm-hmm. or like I'm being safe about it, when really all it takes yeah. is one bad and
0: thing. It, <gasps> While you're talking, I actually... Um, uh, I am we're just going to keep giving the warning because it's important to say like we I'm about to talk about drug use as well in a um possibly triggering way. Um I sitting here I actually completely forgot I have overdosed on not on heroin though.
1: On um, alcohol?
0: No. Um there is and I actually think it's technically a downer. Um there is a party drug called GHB mm-hmm. um also known as date rape. Yep. It is the same exact thing. Um, In the meth community, it is very prevalent um, and it's very easy to overdose on. Very easy. I mean, people fall out. You measure it by milliliters, milliliters. That's the tiny one. Yeah. (laughs) And the wrong amount, you're, you're, you're out. You're done. And I have fallen out a, a good handful of times and, oh, wow. See, that's the thing. I sit here and I'm like, I've never done that. And then like, I sit here, and I'm like, Oh wait, bitch, you're an idiot. Like even after all this time, like, you know, I can have that built in forgetter anyway. Um, and it's the same way. It's like, Oh, I do this all the time. Or like, like it's something that it's like, I know this so well that, and I know my body like, and the fact of the matter is, is you're dealing with lethal substances and, and you know, it just shows like the level of delusion and the level of, Control and the level of unmanageability yeah. um, that all of this brings, you know, because um, I had fallen out multiple times from this.
1: But you just and keep still going. wanted it. Yeah.
0: Anyway, um, so that's that. So let's. Uh, uh, I want to also talk about. So yeah. So each of us have. I have overdosed. You haven't, which is very interesting.
1: Not that I remember. I have never been Narcan.
0: And here's I have the never... deal.
1: I've never, I don't think I have.
0: Um, I will say one very difficult thing, something that makes me very emotional, um, is how people treat you when you fall out. Yeah. It is a very, so addiction is already a very dark corner of the world. Um, each of us are super selfish. Each of us are really only in it for us. Okay. I'll speak about me. I'm only in it for me, even around people who I consider close or friends. Um, and one of the ugliest sides of it is when I have fallen out and people who I thought were my friends or people who I have taken care of, um, like literally can't tell me what's happened to my body for the last three hours, Yeah, you know? Um, And to my family at home, this can be very difficult. Um, I understand. Uh, It's something that I've had to come to terms with too. And the fact of the matter is, is like, that is a part of the reason why I stop. is because the connections that I'm making, connections in air quotes, (laughs) these connections that I'm making, these people who I think I have some type of bond with, and um, it goes right out the window when you uh, stop being fun yeah you know um and it's a really it, it, it's like i said it's already a dark corner and then when someone falls out it's an even darker corner uh which i'm not going to get super into because it can get very triggering but um you know people Things people don't care that, about you
1: yeah it's it's a really big very sad difficult thing in the drug community that I come from, um, how certain people treat people that overdose. Yeah. Um, I have heard of, I have never been a part of and I have never witnessed myself any of these like terrible things, but I have heard of the most... Atrocious. Inhumane, atrocious yeah. things that... And I'm so blessed to not have had any sort of experience with anything like that i have witnessed overdoses i have seen things like that happen but never like you know i just want to say that there are there are laws in place to protect people who are around people who overdose if you are around someone who overdoses please call an ambulance absolutely Please. You will not get in trouble. You will not get in trouble. I don't remember what the law is called in New the Hampshire. The Good Samaritan? Yeah, I think that's what it is. But you will not get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Just please call an ambulance. Yeah.
0: You know, and there's a lot of. So, um, when we were talking about this, um, you said that there's like controversy in Sigma, and you already talked about it around like Narcan. Yeah. What? Um, so, for those of you who don't know, Narcan is a. Um, nasal spray, most classically, um, that you can administer to someone who has overdosed.
1: On opiates on only. On opiates
0: only, yes. Good, good catch. It will not work on anything else. So,
1: oh. um,
0: If you have overdosed on an opiate, you can use Narcan to help revive this person. It's not a fail safe. It, it, it may not help them, but it is a huge tool that people are using to stay alive. Yeah. Why is that controversial? I have some ideas, but I want to know what you think.
1: Um, a lot of the controversy around Narcan is that it's free. Yeah. Um, for people who overdose, and other life-saving medications are not free. Yeah. Um, it's. I have seen things like you know there should be a limit on how many times a person can be Narcan in an ambulance, like, like. Not at one time, but, like, separate incidences. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just... There's just a lot of... Because this world of addiction is so... It's just itself. Like, it's so separate from the whole world.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's,
1: like, this whole... Like, if... If you are a person, and if you're listening to this, you probably are not one of these people, but if you are a person who does not have alcoholism or drug addiction or something like that in your life, God bless you. Yeah. Um, but that is where it can be difficult. And there are also people that are part of the addiction and alcoholism, like community group whatever you want to world call it that have an opinion on this that is different than you know there are opinions everywhere and everyone yeah. is entitled to have them um but that is why i said that it can be a controversial topic because you know some people are like it, stop narcanning them like they're they're doing it to themselves and I see that side of it. And then there's a side of it that's like, these people need help. And that's somebody's child and they don't deserve to die. Give them the Narcan. And I see that side of it. I see the whole thing.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, it's it's hard.
0: The biggest it's thing hard. I've ever seen it compared to is like <clears throat> insulin.
1: Yep. Or like, EpiPens.
0: Why is, why is Narcan free? And listen, I am not here to say... I am very grateful that Narcan is free because there are many people in my life who I would not know today, many members of this society that are productive, that had it not been a thing, they would not be here. Yep. Um, I am an advocate for Narcan. I'm also an advocate for fucking our healthcare system in America being 10 times better than it is right now anyway.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: I don't think that insulin should be this expensive. And the thing is, is that being pro-Narcan does not inherently mean that I'm pro-insulin being so expensive. (laughs) Like...
1: uh, It's two separate things.
0: Yeah. And it's also... It's not my fault that Narcan is free and insulin is not Yeah. It's not drug addict's fault in general. Like, someone out there made this thing and decided that it was cheap enough, I guess, to be... You know, I I don't know. It's so out of my control. Um, But instead of... Attacking something that is saving people.
1: It should be the other why way. Why is around it not attacking
0: yeah. why insulin is so expensive?
1: Or why do my epi pens cost so much money? Like I, I see I mean? that's like, how I see both sides of it. I'm allergic to bees, so I need epi pens, so I have to pay for my epi pens. Do you EpiPens. have one on you right now? I do. Okay. Actually. Good. I do. So suck it.
0: Do you always have one on you? No. Okay.
1: Also, the one I have is expired because they're expensive.
0: That's fucked.
1: Yeah. But I'm not like... Why
0: is Narcan free? Is it really cheap to make?
1: I have no That's idea. That's a good question. I don't know. I am not educated in, in this. Uh, all I know is what I, you know, yep. what I see. Um, but also, I mean, this could be completely incorrect. But I feel like more people would die if Narcan was not free than... People die because EpiPens are not free. Sure. I don't know if that's I don't know. an incorrect We're going to get canceled. <laughs> I apologize if it is an incorrect statement. Yeah. Like I just said, I am uneducated. Yeah. But.
0: It's true of any I, issue though. Like what, why attack the thing? It's like this. When one man is dating two girls and the two girls get mad at each other yeah. and not the man. Yeah.
1: Why did you use a man? Why did you use a girl? Sorry, you're right. (laughs) Just kidding. What? When one person? How come it's not when person A
0: is dating person B and C, and instead of everyone getting mad at person A, person B and person C get mad at each other. Yeah,
1: and person A is fine.
0: And it's like, well, person A is the person who's dating both of you. Like, why? They are the source of the problem. Yeah. Like Narcan is not the source of the problem. It's anyway. So I think that's really interesting and. It's um you know, I, I I'm gonna sit here and say I am pro Narcan. Like, seriously, like uh you know, uh this whole this is a whole nother episode, but like is addiction a choice? Is it not? You know, are they doing this to themselves? Um, do they deserve another chance, you know? Um, is all really that's a whole nother topic that if we get started on, we'll never finish never. this episode. But um
1: also, I think that would be a good topic to talk about with somebody who um, is Doesn't not an addiction us. problem. Yeah. yeah,
0: that'd be a good interview topic. Yeah. Oh well, interviews. We're gonna do them, guys. <laughs> um, so I want to talk. I also want this episode to be about um, how you deal with overdose, meaning other people and meaning fatal ones um how what has your experience been over time and how is it today when something like that happens
1: um i mean in the past like when i was using and i would be around someone that overdosed like it's kind of like a panic but also somehow in like for my experience was i it, like inherently knew what to do um and, like, the person survived. Um, this is, like, a hard question because my answer is not a... It's not, like, a, a nice answer. No, it's answer. fine. I
0: don't think mine um, is either.
1: But I... I don't know if it's unfortunate or not, but I have become desensitized to it. Um, it's something that is is so common. Yeah. A lot of... You know, I don't know. My friends, like, from back in the day are are not here anymore um, as a result of overdose. Some of them were not even trying to be doing heroin or fentanyl and, and overdosed. Um, so those ones are hard. But I feel like it, it... For me, it gets to a point where it's like, it's just unfortunately like something that comes with the territory absolutely um like you know this person is using opiates and there is a high chance that they are not going to make it yeah and of course like every part of me wants them to make it like every part of me has hope and is like you know do this please get help like please stop using but i can't make them do anything my words are not going to make them do anything Like, they they are not going to do anything until they are ready to stop. And if they're not ready to stop before something like that happens, like, that is the unfortunate, horrendous reality Mm -hmm. of it. And, you know, working in the field that we work in and, like, being in the community that we're in, like, it's something that's, like, I don't know, this might sound really cold, but, like, if I got like I know. absurdly upset every time somebody that i knew and i'm not talking about people close to me i'm talking about like people Just in general in general if i got it i it would be it wouldn't be it, safe it would be crazy um and like that is not you know it's not nice no <laughs> it's, it's not nice it's, it's not m- that
0: it's not nice it's it's
1: it's, it's necessary <laughs> it's, yeah like it's like a defense
0: i have to have emotional boundaries yeah. around overdose being take working in recovery out of it being in recovery yeah people are gonna die
1: yeah
0: because i believe hey hey yeah sorry arnold is continually trying to eat our food um i love that he's going for yours and not mine I
1: mean, yours is too empty
0: Oh, so I'm fat. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. Uh, word for word for beta. Um, I and I say this to clients. I've said this to people. I, I say this all the time. I believe in the power of recovery. Bless you. Are you about to sneeze? <laughs> no, it
1: went away. I okay. got nervous. And Look at the light. light. I got nervous and it left. Okay.
0: I believe in the power of recovery, but I also believe in the power of addiction. Yeah. You can't really believe in one without the other. Yeah. I love you, Emily. And if you were to pick up tonight, the amount of trust I would have on you is gone. Yeah. Not because you've lost that trust because of the action that you've took. It's that I trust drugs and alcohol enough to do what they do to someone to not trust you and your actions anymore. Yeah. Until you get sober.
1: Yeah.
0: I trust that opiates are going to continue to kill people. Yeah. I trust that alcohol is going to continue to kill people. I trust that... Everything. I like what you said. Oh, I also forgot to say this. Um, on the Narcan conversation, I have seen Narcan save someone's life. Yeah. Straight up. They were dead in the sober house that I was living in. Oh,
1: actually, yeah. I have also seen that.
0: There was some... This is a crazy story. Someone's mom showed up. This is... It's also very heartbreaking. It has a happy ending. I need my water. Um... The – someone's mom showed up to the sober house randomly and was like, hey, I actually wanted to talk to blah, 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 um, you, know, uh, you know, whatever. Just She just showed up because she wanted to see him. Um, and they were like, yeah, sure, I'll go get him. And they walk into his room and he's out. Yeah. Narcan, right – I just got chills. Came back to life and his mom was there. And it was just like – it was – heartbreaking and yet very beautiful because Mm -hmm. that boy is alive today. That mom still has a son. Um, Had she not come there on that day at that time, we may have never, you know, and Narcan did the thing that it's around to do. And it was, so again, I'm very pro saving people's lives.
1: I know another, like one of my really good friends, like was out Using in their, live by themselves, using, randomly their dad showed up one day, just random, mm. no, didn't call, like, they had no plans, nothing, mm. and this person was, like, not, like, super close with their dad, but, like, you know, has a relationship with them, but not enough where they, their dad just, like, shows up to hang out, just, like, went over, and they were overdosed, and, like, would have been dead if their dad did not show up. Yeah. Yeah within
0: and i guess this is a psa if i could push anything on our listeners is if you know anyone who struggles from opiate addiction please
1: check on them
0: well and have narcan yeah like literally i don't know how i get it but we get them at the treatment center and stuff but like
1: you can get narcan at any pharmacy you can get narcan at most hospitals um i do believe that narcan is free from the pharmacy in new hampshire okay um I think you can go there. You don't need a prescription or anything. I don't know if it's still free, um, but you can go directly to the pharmacy and tell them that you want Narcan. Um, you can also get it for free from community recovery centers. Ah, uh,
0: that's a good one.
1: Um, like I said, hospitals, yeah. probably the police station. I would yeah. say. Even. I don't want to.
0: I don't want to like necessarily scare anyone, but it's a real thing.
1: You <clears throat> I know, carry Narcan I, on me.
0: I have some in my car.
1: It's in my car. Actually, it's I don't think house. it's in my
0: car anymore. I used to have one. I should get, and it does expire. Slang yeah. everyone out. Anyway, so that's kind of my PSA. Sorry, back on Narcan. Back to um, dealing with it, um, the aftermath. I have to. Last year, one, two, three, four, right off the top of my head, in twenty twenty, I can think of at least four people who died of an overdose, and I know that's too just many. quickly, yeah. So if I, if I am very grateful. So this spiritual life has given me the tools and the the outlets that I already know immediately to go to. I know to go to my network. I know to talk to people about it. I know to tell people that I'm upset. Even if it's someone I didn't know, it still can be very like, wow, that's, you know, like it just. Having someone ripped off of this planet due to this disease, um, and it is a disease. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, like at least the two of us think it is. Um,
1: Speak for yourself.
0: Uh, do you think it's a disease? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> um and I knew I, I have more. You know, it, it's just real. It's a fact of life. People are going to get sober, and people are going to die, and it sucks. And all I can really do is keep myself sober and keep the chair next to me open for the next person who wants to sit down and get sober. Yeah. You know? Um, I do want to talk about, you know, how else I deal with it, though, too, is that... um, So when I was four months sober, um, someone who I was in treatment with um, overdosed and died. And um, it was someone who I was very close with. It is someone who I thought we were going to do this for a very long time together. Um, and yeah, he passed away. Um,
1: so you had to work through a very close one very, very
0: early. early on. And I had never gone through this in addiction. Yeah. Um, it was really the first time I've ever seen this happen, you know, and felt it. And, um, you know, w- what's crazy to me but also makes a hundred percent sense is how much someone overdosing actually will can inspire someone else to relapse yeah um, a lot of people who do not know how to emotionally handle life will use someone else's overdose as a reason for them to go back out to the substance that killed that person yeah. um
1: can also go the other way though
0: and that could get them very very sober yeah. um so this you know my friend he um he, he, he went away, and it was four months. Uh, my emotions have not evened out <laughs> whatsoever, and then I had this on top of it, and I, you know, one of the more heartbreaking things, but the very being of service, how do I show up for this? Yeah. Number one, um, I ended up meeting his mom, Yep. who does not have a drug and alcohol problem, And did not know how to handle this. Yeah. I don't know how to handle it. But being in recovery, I already understand it a little bit more. And being that person that the mom could kind of talk to and ask questions to. And a lot of times I did not have the answer to them. But I at least was someone to listen. Yeah, near. Um, And I got asked to speak at the funeral at four months. And I had only known this man for four months. Yeah, And yet... I knew him in a way that a lot of people other didn't because I got to meet him sober. And, like, who we are sober is our truest self, even when we're fucking insane in the beginning. <laughs> um, and I got to, you know... The other thing that I really came to is, like, the personality that I have, the way that I can use words. This is not the only funeral I'm going to be asked to speak at. Yeah. You know? And so it's, like, learn it now. Yeah. Because, you know, they say when you get sober, make sure you buy a suit. Yeah. Because... You're going to be going to funerals. Um, And I can tell you that a big, huge thing that helped me in that time and that I tell people now when they're dealing with this and it helps me every single time I find out is they are no longer suffering. Yeah. I am very grateful that today... I am less worried about dying. I know my Arnold's being so cute, and it's like such a a heavy topic. Um, Today, I'm much less worried about dying. I mean, I'm going to die one day. We all are, but like I'm not
1: as worried about prematurely. Yeah.
0: Um. But there are some people on this world who may not ever get serenity while alive. Yeah. And it's it's. It's dark and it can feel very cold, but I just had this moment of like, he's, he's not a drug addict anymore. Yeah. And that really worked for me. It brought me a lot of peace. It's something I return to every single time I need help around a situation like that. I don't know what I believe in after someone passes away, but I do believe that it is free of suffering at least the worldly suffering that I know, you know? Yeah. And it sucks. It sucks. It, it, it's an absolutely, it's a terrible corner of this world and a terrible corner of addiction. And, you know, the reason why I asked you that question is because I really think long-term recovery, you don't stay sober long-term because you're afraid to overdose you stay sober long term because you fall in love with life
1: yeah i mean my my can get you in the
0: door yeah it absolutely can get you in the door it didn't
1: for me though but it
0: doesn't i don't think it keeps you in the door no also newsflash this uh this pod this episode is very about being in recovery yeah but i mean other people deal with overdoses too yeah
1: I don't know, but also I we can't really share on that because no. we are not other people. Like we are only recovering people, not
0: listening to people, like, listening to people who and have lost someone. Who so are...
1: that I keep thinking about, like how, like just what I said earlier about being desensitized to it. Like it, it feels gross for me. To admit that that's how I am with it because I know people who are not. I know people that have lost family members, people who are so close to them that it is just absolutely devastating. Devastating. Yeah. And I, you know, by the grace of fucking God, have not yet experienced something like that yeah um the closest person to me while i was using is currently sober today and still the closest person to me um but i just it just feels gross to me that i feel like that but that is like my reality and i don't want that like i i just feel i feel very I don't know if the word is self-conscious about that right now. Um, but just very uncomfortable about it because I don't like I don't want that to take away from the fact that like this is a devastating thing. Yeah. Like, this is like but crushing and literally just the end of some like the end of someone's, someone's world, world, but the end of other people's world too, yeah. like around them. And I just I just have, I've always, I've always had this very weird, I don't know if it's weird, but this, since I was young and I can remember this since I was a, a, a child, so to say, this piece around death and this piece around the fact that like everyone and everything is going to die one day and that's i don't know this is a very a difficult topic for me to talk about because i have very different views and feelings and like i just it's different than a lot of a lot of people um and oftentimes when the topic of death and the topic of of people dying regardless of how they're dying comes up i don't i don't know how to react to help other people feel comfortable because i have a different view on it mm-hmm. of like kind of like what you were saying where like this person isn't suffering anymore yeah like this this person is at peace now and like i can i feel that in my core
0: mm-hmm.
1: of like this
0: is okay and I don't think that's insensitive as much as like you said it's necessary and it would be a and I'm the same way it's a my friend who passed away when I was four months over versus people who I lost last year I had very different reactions to yeah um, and that's natural um, but I think not anybody in or out of recovery not knowing how to cope with loss is a detriment Yeah. If you need to, and that's what I was thinking of it. Like to kind of end it on a lighter note, like if you need help or someone in your life needs help or someone in your life is struggling, like you need to take care of you. Yes. If you need to go to grief counseling, you go to grief counseling. If you need to go to support groups on how to be a family or a loved one of an addict, they exist. Yeah. Talk to Emily and I separately, or I mean, just not. I mean, I'm talking like I'm in group. Um, <laughs> like we're on the phone. You know, like I, I don't want to air out any nice like specific things, us. but like there, there are avenues for people as individuals to take care of themselves when someone they love is struggling or dead because of the struggle. Yeah. Um, and there are places for those people to go because if you and I and anybody else did not know how to cope with this, and I think desensitized, actually what it means is like, it doesn't, it, 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 doesn't devastate me. It's devastating. Yeah. I am not, my life is not devastated. Yeah. I, I still get up and I have to stay sober today. I have to do the things that yeah. I have to do today. Um, and it's not, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it, I, 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 I can't be laying in bed decimated every single time somebody overdoses or or then i'm not helping people you know and when it's people who i'm closer to i have to respect that as well yeah you know um and i just we're we're really out of time i hope i think this is good
1: this was i think this was like one of the most difficult topics that we've had yet i think harder than the relationship one
0: this one was easier for me than others
1: this one was, was harder for me. That's okay. Because I'm very, I can be very, uh, some people would consider me very insensitive. And I have a fear around that.
0: I don't think you've said anything Of being perceived
1: in the wrong way, because I'm not a jerk. That's
0: something <laughs> to work on.
1: I'm not a jerk.
0: How people think about you is not of your business. Yeah. And I just want to end it by saying, Emily, I'm so glad you're alive.
1: And I'm so glad you're alive.
0: Um, if this episode brought up any really strong feelings, like talk to someone, you know, investigate that, talk to Emily and I, um, please. Um, this can be a really tricky thing to like listen to. And I take for granted that like, unfortunately, unfortunately I have conversations like this every day. Yeah. So this is not, you know, um, and I love you all.
1: I love you all as well. Bye. Good night.
0: Goodbye.